You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our first guest today is Tommy Lee Gill. She's founder and president of Executive Unlimited. She'll be with us in just a minute. As you know, this business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and on Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. All of our shows can be heard live exclusively on Orange County's only community radio station, OC talkradio.net. If you're listening to the show as a podcast, we encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University, Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms across North America, to improve your decision-making skills. It's a great pleasure to welcome Tommy Lee Gill to the show. Tommy Lee, welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick. It's nice to be here. It's an honor to have you here. I've known Tommy Lee for quite some time, and finally we're able to match your schedule up to our availability, and we have you here in the studio live. Tell us a little bit about your professional background, kind of your path to what you're doing today, Tommy Lee. Well, I think every step we take in our career is something that we can leverage for our future and hopefully that we learn from. But uh, my experience before going into the executive search business was in banking, primarily commercial banking for 12 years. Okay. And in the last uh, four years, I ran and managed the trust division where we operated as the co-trustee. And in that capacity, I served on a number of boards of directors. And you went from banking to this profession. How did that happen? Well, you know, uh, I think from a personal decision and lifestyle, life Uh balance, I was an executive in a a large financial services organization and felt that uh, managing my family, five children, and marriage was a lot to handle with a career. So I evaluated what industries and found that in banking, no one really asked me what industry I specialized in. Mm-hmm. And so I joined a uh, firm, an executive search firm, that I later, later acquired. Okay. Uh, and that's that's how Executives Unlimited started in 2001. 2001. Yeah. So you're in your 13th year then. That is correct. Well, congratulations on that. Thank and you. I'm sure you've seen some interesting times. I know you've seen some interesting times, right? Yes. As we're speaking with Tommy Lee Gill, and you're listening to Critical Mass Radio Show. So let's talk about specifically executive Executives Unlimited. Help us to understand what it is you do for your clients, mm-hmm. and from your perspective, why your clients choose your firm over others who may say they do something similar to you. Well, I think the primary reason our clients um, select Executives Unlimited is because of the transparency of the process. We're very consultative by nature. We evaluate the company, their financial performance, both historically as well as currently, in addition to chatting with our clients about what their future goals are and their strategy. We tie that then to their objectives with regard to the type of executive they want to hire. We ask them to identify the key performance indicators that they would evaluate that executive to achieve within six months, 12 months, 18 months, and 24 months. It's a very thematic process. Do you find they know the the answer to those questions before you ask the question, or do you, as a part of your value proposition, sort of help them to think that through? Well, I think they always answer the question. And initially, they are normally quite confident. Once we present them a very creative slate, which allows them to really look at themselves Mm-hmm. and say, okay, this individual is, let's call them an A player. They could bring us all kinds of things, but they've really been in a larger company. They've had more infrastructure. The company's been more compartmentalized versus our company, which, for example, may be more entrepreneurial. Okay. And so, therefore, everyone is multitasking, and there's a number of areas of core competencies that that particular executive needs to be tooled in. So that said, we give them a slate that allows them 
to think about, well, what is the best person and how does that person help us achieve those goals? And gee, by the way, that individual has demonstrated experience in particular areas that we would like them to help us drive. Okay. So they actually grow the job responsibilities based on maybe the experience of the candidate as well? Is that what I'm hearing you say? Absolutely. We're human. And so therefore, when you're meeting individuals, if you're open to learning, hopefully you are, then you may change your objectives or not necessarily change them, but they're not always linear. Okay, so I get from the name Executive Unlimited that mm-hmm. you focus on executive positions. Uh, any specific industry or category or geography that you work in? Well, again, in you know, commercial banking, they don't really ask you what industries you specialize in. Okay. They're really looking for someone that can read financials, understand the direction of the company. And the bank is, in fact, looking at the management team. Uh-huh. And they're looking at the integrity of who they might lend to. We're doing the same thing as an executive search firm. So with that said, we're able to um, work in a number of different industries. But the industries we really like would be uh, not-for-profit, education, both for-profit and non-profit, mm-hmm. financial services. Uh, we do quite a bit in biotech, um, health care, apparel industry. Uh, we do a number of searches in the restaurant and the food business. Wow. And then manufacturing and distribution. And geographically, you have, uh, where, where's your client base concentrated? Yeah. Or? Well, our our. our client base is really uh, national. So uh, I would say in in areas that we have focused in for the last 13 years, and that's Chicago, Texas, um, primarily Austin and Dallas Mm -hmm. in Houston, in New Jersey, Connecticut, as well as in California and Salt Lake. Do you work with middle market companies? Uh, The reason why I ask is generally the demographics of the audience that listen to Critical Mass Radio Show. Our CEOs running middle market companies, two to a hundred million dollars in annual revenue. Are those the type of companies that you are able to help as well? Yeah. Uh, Typically, the companies that we're working with are, in fact, entrepreneurial. Many of them are generational companies. They're family operated, or there's been a recent transition to possibly private equity or investment. But typically, they're companies that are in excess of seven. Five million, and they're upwards to over a billion dollars. Okay, so uh, middle market and upper middle market that's firms correct. at a billion dollars. Okay, um, mm-hmm. that's that's very interesting. We're talking with Tommy Lee Gill. She's founder and president of Executive Unlimited. Before we move on to the other questions that I want to ask you, Tommy Lee, could you share from your experience how has or has searching for executives for those type of firms? How has it changed since when you bought the firm and and, and created this to today? You know, with technology and the other things that you're doing to source candidates, I mean, how has that how has that changed your job, and how does that change the search for your clients? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, information now is abundant. It's also global, so therefore, the amount of information coming at us can come at us by just pushing your finger on your computer and sending your resume in. So the amount of information that we receive on a daily basis is quite extraordinary. We can receive up to 2,000 resumes in one day um, on a national level. Wow. Um, From a searching standpoint, of course, you know, we can all use technology, and it's very, very important. And I think when our technology is not working, we lose our personality. But what's most important in our business is really networking and and, and touching and talking and, mm-hmm. and being open to individuals and, and remembering them. And so, yes, we getting out there. And, and really evaluating individuals and making sure that we learn about who they are. But, of course, you have uh, ExecuNet, and you have LinkedIn, and you have alumni associations, which right. have now become very technologically proficient. Um, from a sourcing standpoint, you have one source. You have public publications for publicly held companies. So for us to do research, which is really a thematic process mm-hmm. um, in getting information on companies, we go to all of these publications. And its information is much more abundant than it has ever been. Absolutely. At least it's more readily available, mm-hmm. right, because it's been digitized and put online. Are you finding that your clients are more specific in the skill set that they're looking for, or is it a more general? I mean, earlier you said that they may, some of your clients are open to actually morphing the job description based on the person, the candidates that they get. But Are you finding that to be the trend, or that people are being very specific and kind of very 
purposeful on the type of people that they want to hire at the executive level for these companies. Yeah, uh, it's very difficult. It's somewhat systematic to what the culture is of the company itself. Okay. Um, many industries tend to um, go just within their own industry. For example, financial services. They want to hire individuals that have only been in banking. Um, you know, investment bankers want to hire investment bankers. Right. Um, you know, uh, companies that are in the media want to hire individuals that are media. So there, there are certain core competencies that they're looking for. However, on the entrepreneurial side, um, those companies, what's made them successful over the years is by thinking out of the box. Right. So That's exactly what I was thinking right, as you were saying that. That's right. So what we really try to do is engage in that process with our clients and, and find out how how deeply we can get them, say, out of that box? And and how do we help them um, think not just horizontally, right. but really take it to that next level? And that's that's the approach that we always provide. Well, that's excellent. All right. Tommy Lee Gill is our first guest here on Critical Mass Radio Show. She's the founder and president of Executives Unlimited. We're going to take our first commercial break on the radio show. When we come back, we have additional questions for her. And then later today on the show, Janie Willicky, CEO of Women Helping Women, is our guest. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. talk about your family business you know that thing you put your whole life's blood sweat and tears into well what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children at succession strategies we can help you find the answers we'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. Commercial Bank of California, or CBC, is a well-funded, full-service bank located in the heart of Orange County. CBC is ranked in the top 6% nationally for financial strength. Commercial Bank of California was founded in 2003 by a group of Orange County's finest entrepreneurs. To this day, our bank is governed by our founders, including General William Lyon of William Lyon Homes. Alex Morello of the Morello Group, and Frank Willie of Fidelity National Financial, to name a few. In short, we are bank founded, built, and run by entrepreneurs, for entrepreneurs. Not every business in Orange County should be our customer. However, if your business is looking for a bank that can assist in finance, production, analytics, and risk management, there's no better bank to choose. To understand the true power of how Commercial Bank of California can help you achieve your goals, give us a call at 714-431-7000 or visit us on the web at www.cbcal.com or at our new headquarters at 19752 MacArthur Boulevard in Irvine. Member FDIC.
Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Tommy Lee Gill, founder and president of Executives Unlimited, is our focus guest for this segment. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 16,000 shows during the last 30 days. Yes, I said that, 16,000 shows. Thank you very much. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live on radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, hundreds of middle market business websites where past guests have put the player on their website, as well as various business-oriented podcasting services. Tommy Lee, we have... Uh, consistently ask over the years since we started this radio program in 2009 our guests to share their guiding principle. Here on the radio show, we mean of all the things that you've learned in business, have you developed kind of an overarching philosophy about how you approach your business? And if so, would you be so kind as to share your guiding principle with our audience? Uh, Well, this is our guiding principle, and that's honesty. Wow. Can you explain that? It's our commitment to examine the integrity of the individuals we recruit. How could we not examine our own? Not all firms will react this way, but to us it's simply the natural course of our doing business. I can only explain some of the very difficult moments that I've had with some of my clients Uh when I tell them the truth. It might be something symptomatic in their company. It could be a difficult issue, and that's why they've had attrition or possibly low morale. That's our job, is to really discuss with them the transparency of the information that we are receiving from the marketplace about their company. And we feel it's their responsibility to listen, just as it's our responsibility to listen when we're bringing individuals into that environment. So honesty comes at a price or at least is a risky proposition in business sometimes, Tommy Lee? Well, you know, for us, uh, when you're honest and you're transparent, Uh And you have a client that trusts you and you trust them, hopefully that leads to sustainability in the relationship. Right. So for us, it means that you have confidence in the information that you are giving your client. And you're sure to get backup for that, obviously. We don't just give them opinions. Right. But I find that's why we've been asking since 2009 the guiding principle question, because there are times at which the guiding principle is tested. And it's in those moments, if you choose to stay the course or not, and it is a guide, guiding principle for businesses that stay the course. And what I've learned is uh, every successful business leader that I've had in this chair has a guiding principle, and they can share it. And the reason why we put it in the book and we keep updating it is I believe every CEO and business owner should have a guiding principle, but it has to be organic and their own. You, you can't copy somebody else's guiding principle. You have to create one and then share it with your employees and your clients so that they understand what you believe is valuable. Mm-hmm. So thanks for sharing your guiding principle of honesty with our radio show audience. Great. Tommy Lee Gill here Thank on you. Critical. You're welcome on Critical Mass Radio <laughs> Show. You know, earlier we talked a little bit about the role of and what's changed and how is the today's environment for sourcing and hiring and finding key executives for firms. I'd like to talk about kind of management expectations as it relates to the fast-growing market. You talk with, you work with entrepreneurial firms. I, I, I can only, When you say the term entrepreneurial, I get an image in my mind. It may be different than the facts of what a typical entrepreneurial firm that you're working with, but sometimes I think they're fast-paced. Maybe the leader doesn't have all the experience that she or he could have to run the business, but they're being successful, so they're kind of learning as they're going. Mm-hmm. A bit, and that's why they may be more open to thinking outside of the box because they they don't have that experience that tells them no, this is what we do. So I don't mean to answer the question for you, but middle market companies are the ones that listen to our radio show. Let's talk about leadership because you're bringing executives in. This is an important position. Maybe sometimes it's a C-suite executive, or else it's a key executive in a company. What are the ex- expe- expectations that companies now have for the le- in the area of leadership for people that they bring into the company? Well, I I think it's a great question, and I think one of the key issues today is succession. Most of our companies, whether they're entrepreneurial, uh, whether they're $20 million, $100 million, or whether they're a billion, they're being managed by a leader that's in their 50s. These are baby boomers. Some of them are in their 60s. And as, oh, they're young then. <laughs> yes, they yes. are young. Yes. They are like good wine. Yes, exactly. Yes. But they also ha- need solutions for the future. They need a strategy. And that strategy includes looking at 
what kinds of individuals will come into their company and help them raise the ceiling? Does that mean uh, improving their revenue? Does it mean growing from their the talent that they have in their company? Does it mean bringing individuals that are uh, that are in a middle position in their company on up? Whatever it is, it is raising their ceiling, and so that's what we like to help them evaluate. And sometimes it's hard, you know. You you don't you take advantage of the individuals that you work with, but you don't really. Uh, realize what they could do if you gave them the opportunity. So we first like to have our clients look at succession as who's in your company today and who can you bring up within that environment. And in the event that they feel that they need more talent, then we will help them also engage in that process. One of the things that you and I talked about off air, off mic, was um, diversity. Mm-hmm. And, and diversity in companies and culture and diversity in at the executive level as well. I, I lead CEO peer groups here in Orange County mm-hmm. for business owners and middle market companies, and, and I strive to have a very diverse group because I love <clears throat> having a range of opinions, backgrounds, experiences. I don't want everybody to look around the table and go, well, that person's just like me, right? We want that. Mm-hmm. So in your work with your, with your firms, are they talking to you about, are the leaders actively looking to diversify their their experience base and their management team, not just in the typical things that we think about diversity, but also kind of thoughts and ideas and experiences as well? Absolutely. I think the goal of most California companies certainly is to have a population within their work environment that looks like the state of California, and California is an extraordinarily diverse state. It is, Mm -hmm. and I think that's a strength. It is a strength. And it has been a diverse state for a long time. That's right, correct. And I think that's part of why the state has been such an economic engine for such a long time, because we keep refreshing it with the next generation of whatever that is that comes to this country and s- mm-hmm. settles on California because it's the right place to live. That's right. And it's our responsibility as a company to look at our leaders and to make sure that we have diversity in gender, diversity in culture, diversity in religion, um, that we're looking at different aspects of how individuals think. Because to come up with a really good idea means that hopefully a number of individuals from a number of different facets and beliefs in life touched on that idea. Yeah, collaboration is Mm -hmm. the key. And um, we've had a number of guests on talking about managing millennials. And as this generation gets more and more you and I both have children in the millennial, and they're moving into the workforce. They expect more of a collaborative environment. They expect more diversity because they're more accustomed and comfortable with diversity because of the changing nature of the company, uh, country. I mean, so if, for, for you to be able to work with the leadership of these larger firms to help them to understand how important it is to bring diversity into the leadership, I think it's almost required to have credibility with your workforce. Exactly. The millennials are a fascinating generation because they've been multitasking since they were very small children. Uh, They have had technology at their fingertips. They've had their parents help guiding them. Uh, They were all earning awards during their soccer game because everybody wins. Um, They understand team building um, much much greater than the very independent baby boomers. So they're definitely a generation to watch, and they're certainly going to be our next leaders over the course of the next 10 years. Right, and and the baby boom generation is, is looking to them to solve a lot of problems that I think we've created. Uh, in in many different areas, and I'm very hopeful that they're able to do that. All right, we just have a few minutes left, but I want to touch on your blog. So let's talk about, first of all, why did you start blogging? <laughs> well, again, we're just trying to keep up with everyone, right. and it's a it's a good way for us to start to create more relationships with the millennials. I'm not a millennial. I raised millennials, and that's how many of them communicate. And right. so now we're learning how to communicate the way they do. So if we were to go to your blog, Tommy Lee Gill, founder and president of Executives Unlimited, what type of content would we find, and what is your voice on your blog? Well, we like to talk about a number of things. Uh, it may be preparing for that interview. It could be possibly, you know, what your outlook is as an individual and where you want your future to go. Um, so it's a lot about planning. Okay. Um, uh, it's all about, you know, professional uh, demonstration of, of how you put forth a conversation with someone, how you interview. We try to touch on every subject that really would be a win-win for the Mm -hmm. individual that's a reader, but also for us because we're hoping to get their feedback. Right. And that's the great thing about things like blogs and social media is you can engage in conversations with people who may become future clients or it's, it's just an amazing way to use technology to build a community. Exactly. 
All right. Well, we're almost out of time. I apologize. I have more questions to ask you than I've been time to get to, but I think we've covered a lot of ground here today with Tommy Lee Gill, founder and president of Executives Unlimited. How would people find your blog slash your website, Tommy Lee? Where would they go? What's the URL? Executivesunlimited.com. Okay. And that's plural. That's plural. Executivesunlimited.com. And your blog is on your website? We have blog on our website. Also, you can go to Facebook and Twitter and uh, you can learn a lot about us, and also on LinkedIn. Okay, Executive Unlimited is everywhere. That's yeah. that's the name. Okay, well, it's been a long wait, but I'm glad that we've finally been able to match your schedule to our availability. I've enjoyed this so much. We'll have you back in the future as well if you're willing to come back because there's, uh, there's a whole other things that we didn't get a chance to talk to today that I know you have experience and you have advice on. So. Well, I would be humbled. So thank you very much. I would love to come back. It's a commitment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Lee Gill, founder and president of Executives Unlimited, has been the guest in the first two segments. We're going to take a short commercial break, and then Janie Wilicki, who is CEO of Women Helping Women, Men to Work, will be in the studio. We're going to be talking with her about an upcoming event she has later in October. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. what it would feel like to lose everything your job your home your family your dignity this has happened to thousands of the men women veterans and young adults we serve at working wardrobes what do we do to help we provide career development services life skills workshops job skills training we provide the perfect interview outfit and we get clients placed in jobs call working wardrobes 714-210-2460 donate volunteer invest hire If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, review your strategic plans and tactical goals, and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO Peer Groups. CEO Peer Groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business. SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, uninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your ceiling solution. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information.
Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our second guest, as promised, is Janie Wilicki. She's CEO of Women Helping Women, Men to Work. Did you know that our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests? If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the show is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain very valuable exposure through the support of our program. In addition, with our exclusive prospect engagement program, Critical Mass for Business will deliver up to 23 warm prospects to each of our advertisers each year. To learn more, contact Rose Chamora, 951-515-4661. 951-515-4661. You can call her right now if you're listening to the show live because she's out in the... Uh, in the waiting room, in the green room, so she can take your call. She's not here in the studio, as she is sometimes. Okay, Janie Willicky, for those who maybe haven't heard previous interviews that we've done with you and with your organization here on Critical Mass Radio Show, tell us a little bit about you before we talk about your organization. What's your background? So I've actually been working in the nonprofit space for about 25 years, since I was five. Right. Um, Volunteering and stuff, I know, yeah. You've been very active as, mm-hmm. a, as a child. Absolutely. I got it. <laughs> um, I actually went to business school and had planned to go to work with an oil company as an analyst. No, and that's a little different. Than- yeah. Uh, about three quarters of the way through my senior year, I, I realized that I was not going to be doing anything very important. Um, wow. I had been introduced while in college to the JCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was growing up, I went. I was a daughter of a Marine. I went to 27 different schools in 12 mm-hmm. years. So we never really lived anywhere long enough to get involved in any kind of community service. And so the JCs was really my first opportunity of kind of giving back. Right. And uh, I realized shortly before I graduated that I, I needed to do something bigger with my life and something that really made a difference for people that might have had traumatic traumatic childhoods or gone through difficulty in their lives. And so that's why I chose nonprofit world. And just out of college, I went to work for the Boy Scouts of America. I was one of the first women doing wow. fundraising, volunteer management, uh-huh. uh, program management, recruiting volunteers. Where was this? This is in Ventura County. I've heard of that. Yeah, I was there for about uh, seven years. And then uh, moved into Orange County Council Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. And I was there for about eight years. And um, absolutely loved working with kids and with volunteers. Uh, from there, I went to the YMCA. I was the executive director of the Y in Huntington Beach. These are all big nonprofit organizations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then I uh, went to Children's Bureau, um, the Orange County Division doing development. was there for a few years and was very happily uh, working on prevention and treatment of child abuse uh, when I was approached by a very aggressive uh, executive search firm about an opportunity with WHW. Wow. And uh, I wasn't really looking to make a change, but she convinced me to come for a visit. <laughs> once I was... <laughs> come, just come and check it out, Janie. Yeah. Yeah. And once I saw it, I said, this is, this is my new home. What about it? What about it that you saw spoke to you? So I think the biggest thing is, you know, I mentioned earlier, my dad was a Marine. My dad always taught me, you know, Jane, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You're the, you're the one responsible for who you are, who you become. And, and, you know, people sometimes just need a hand up. And the thing that I love about WHW is that's exactly what we're doing. We're giving people a hand up instead of a handout. We're mm-hmm. giving them the tools that they need to be economically self-sufficient for a lifetime. And sometimes it's just a small little thing, a small little bit of help that they need in one of our like programs. What? Uh, well, some Let's of our talk clients, about what you do then. What sure. does women helping women mentor? Sure. So we provide employment uh, supportive services to disadvantaged men, women, and teens. Um, in a nutshell, it's to help people get and keep a job. might help to tell you a little bit about the background of our Please. organization and how we were founded. So this is our 21st year. We, we were founded by two survivors of domestic abuse. They met in a shelter. 
and they realized firsthand how difficult it was just to put together enough money to buy a professional outfits so that mm. they were marketable in an interview. So once they got back on their feet, they started working together and collecting gently used women's professional clothing, throwing it in the trunk of their car and driving from shelter to shelter trying to find women who needed help. Mm. That first year, we served 63 women with our apparel program. This last year, we served nearly 7,000 men, wow. women, and teens with five programs. Wow. And so... Um, how what I a like, power of a dream, huh? It really is. And, you know, one of our founders is still involved with us today, and she's just absolutely stunned at the, the progress and change that's occurred over the last few years. And really, the, you know, something that's really interesting that most people don't realize about what we do is, you know, back in the old days for us, which was for before 2008, you know, before the economy changed, uh, we were serving women coming out of traumatic situations. The people that we're serving now are your next-door neighbor and your brother. Um, we have people with uh, master's degrees, with doctorates. Because of the recession and the impact of the economy on so many people. Absolutely. And if you've been out of the workforce for any amount of time, then you've never looked for a job because things change so rapidly. Right. And so we like to say that with our programs, it's like going into a restaurant and ordering from the menu. You can come in and have an appetizer and dessert, or you can have a five-course meal. Okay. And so we don't have a prescribed series of classes that someone has to participate in to get the rewards at the end. Okay. They're able to pick and choose the pieces that work for them. Um, we have, um, I'll just kind of go through yeah, the programs that we have. So uh, our apparel program, which is how we were founded, our clients receive two complete professional outfits, uh, top to bottom, inside and out, undergarments, shoes, hosiery, handbags, briefcases, ties, jewelry, beauty products, uh, hygiene kit, a coupon for haircut style and manicure. So they have everything wow. that they need to look the part. And it's really great because our clients um, come in, they have an appointment with a, per- a volunteer personal shopper that spends about two hours with each client so that they can pick out the outfits mm. that will make them look the best. Because employers make a decision about someone in the first three seconds oh when they God. see them. Three seconds? Three seconds. So it's all on the image then. Absolutely. how you carry yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, back in the old days, again, we were typically serving people who had never worn a suit before. They didn't own professional clothing. A lot of the people that we're dealing with now might have lost everything. Wow. Um, Bankruptcies. Right. Right. I get it. Right. You know, selling off their car, selling off all their clothes, everything just so that they could, you know, put food on the table for their children. So we had a, um, a client about a year ago who was previously a mortgage banker and his story was a little different. He had gotten into cocaine and he ended up, he started it he says like three fifty, three fifty a year he was mm. making, had a house up in Newport Coast, he had a, you know, beautiful right. wife, two kids, right. everything was the going dream. great. And then things went downhill, he lost his job, his wife divorced him, took the kids, lost his house, ended up living on the street, sold every possession that he had. Wow. Finally went into rehab, got himself clean and sober, came back to WHW to get professional outfit and when he walked through the door he cried and he said I've never had to ask for anything ever but I'm I'm going to start my life over again and he was in our men's center getting outfitted in a couple of suits uh-huh. and when he put that suit on and looked in the mirror he stood up taller and he cried and he said I feel like a man for the first time in two years wow. that is what your organization does on a daily basis for 7,000 people mm-hmm. you've served yeah and apparel is just one of our programs. Right. So we realized after the after the recession, um, it's more than just looking good for an interview. Um, there are a lot more skills that our clients need. So each of our programs was born out of the needs of the clients that we were seeing. So um, our workshop program, we have a whole line of in-house workshops that we do. Uh, first one is our new client orientation, which is kind of a, you know, we do a career assessment, figure out where each client is in their job search, what they're looking for, and then determine what classes, what next steps would be the best program for them. We have Job Club, which is basic job seeking skills. It's perfect for someone who has never really had a job or someone who's been out in the market for a while and just doesn't know how. I mean, for people our age, we remember a time when you never were unemployed. Exactly. You have another job before you left your job right and so if you've never looked for a job which is pretty much anyone over the age of 45 or 50 yeah and they're out 
you know, looking for a job, they don't know where to start. So we give them all those best practices on, you know, the reasons that you that you left a job, how to organize your resume, all of the, all of those things. Uh, and then we have mock interviews in literally hundreds of different formats that are meant to be to help prepare our clients for every interview question and to oh, help them to help them ace the interview. Yeah, uh, there's we nothing have, like practice, right? Right. Right, and we videotape them. Wow. We have them interview, interviewed in front of other clients. Um, we have a program called Project Interview, which is with where we partner with one of our corporate partners, mm-hmm. and the clients can apply for a job online, go through a phone interview and an in-person interview, wow. and at every step of the way, they're getting real-time feedback on what they did right, what they mm-hmm. did wrong, what they could do better um, for the next time. Right. So um, interviewing practice is so, so important, and especially if you're nervous... Yeah, you that don't all always, shows. Yeah, you don't put your best self forward right. sometimes. So you're we nervous. put them into high stress situations okay. so that by the time they get to their real interviews, they're really comfortable. And here, done that, seen yeah. this, yeah. We have advanced employment readiness, more sophisticated job skills like building your LinkedIn profile, networking, public speaking. Uh, we have financial. See, this goes to the changing demographic of the people that you're helping, right? Absolutely. Now there may be more in the professional realm where LinkedIn and public speaking skills become even more important. Right. And they say that I believe it's right around 80% of jobs that are that people get today, they get because of networking. It's not because they applied for a job on Craigslist or, okay. or Monster. Right. Uh, it's because of who they knew. Who they knew. So LinkedIn is becoming more and more important. There are a lot of recruiters and um, talent people in talent acquisition that that's their only source for mm. finding new employees at any level. Right. Well, we're talking with Janie Wilicki. She is CEO of Women Helping Women. She refers to it as uh, WHW, which is shorthand, the uh, acronym for Women Helping Women. We're going to take our third commercial break and final one here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When we come back, we're going to be talking about an exciting event. If you're listening to us live or listening to our podcast before October 10th, 2014, uh, there's something coming up that you're going to want to know about. And if you missed it, stay tuned if it's after that date, and we'll talk about what you could have participated in. Anyway, we'll be back after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Janie Willicke, who is CEO and Executive Director of Women Helping Women, is our featured guest here in this segment. Uh, Before we return to our interview with her, I just want to let you know that 
I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download the radio show as a podcast. Over the last 30 days, you've downloaded over 16,000 episodes of Critical Mass Radio Show. Uh, we appreciate your continued and growing support. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live here on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, hundreds of business websites where past guests have put the player on their website, and other various other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, before the break, Janie, we said we're going to talk a little bit about your breakfast coming up, your Women Helping Women Employment Breakfast, which is on October the 10th, Friday, October the 10th. Okay, so first of all, what is the experience that people are going to have who are attending? What's going on that morning? Okay, so um, the Employment Breakfast is our annual friend raiser. It's an opportunity <laughs> to uh, introduce people to WHW and what we do. Uh, we will have a guest speaker, and we're very excited this year that it's our own Sheriff Sandra Hutchins, who will be giving a talk on overcoming obstacles. Right. Uh, we'll then be debuting our annual video um, that we have produced each year. And then we'll be inviting people to get involved with WHW as a volunteer, as a donor, you know, working on an, an event committee or being a personal shopper. But it's really a, a feel-good, celebratory event to celebrate the successes that we've had at WHW, 60% growth last year alone. Wow. That just um, speaks to the need, too, right? I mean, you have absolutely. to build capacity to serve the need, but th there is that amount of need and probably more that you're not able to get to, right, Jane? Absolutely. Okay. It's, um, you know, the one thing that I hope your listeners will walk away with today is knowing that when you hear those unemployment rates that are published, so it's the last one I saw a few weeks ago, it was 5.4%, so it was up a bit in Orange County from the prior month. That only includes new filers for unemployment. It doesn't include those people who are already receiving unemployment, which caps at 26 weeks now. Uh, it doesn't include those people whose benefits have run out. Right. It doesn't include people who, for various reasons, weren't eligible for unemployment business owners who mm -hmm. lost their business. Um, and so the, the real unemployment rate in Orange County is estimated to be at 17 to 18%. Wow, more than three times the stated rate yeah and so if you if you look at just within your circle of friends and your neighbors and your family there are people that you know that have been unemployed and and haven't been able to find work so so uh sheriff hutchins is your guest speaker for the breakfast yes um it's a breakfast, so I assume it's in the morning. Yes. It's 7.30 a.m. at okay. the Hyatt Regency Huntington Beach Resort and Spa in Huntington Beach. Um, I believe the address is 24500 Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, it's right on the water. It's yeah. beautiful. That's a beautiful location, It's right? beautiful. Uh, we'll have everyone out the door by 9 a.m. By 9 a.m., mm -hmm. okay. And we're expecting 250, 300 wow. guests. There's no cost to attend. So anyone who's listening who would like to attend, we'd love to have you join us. Right. Um, you can email me. That's the easiest way. Okay. Janie W. at WHW.org. And Janie is spelled. J-A-N as in Nancy I-E. Thank you. W. You can uh, go to our website, which is WHW.org. Click contact us. Click on my picture. It'll email me. What is uh, Sheriff Hutchins going to be talking about? Uh, she's actually going to be talking about obstacles in her life that she has overcome. Right. She's a cancer survivor. Absolutely. That's one obstacle that mm -hmm. I know that she shares publicly. And I believe there are going to be some stories from her childhood okay. there as well. Is there, a, is there a relationship between the Orange County Sheriff's Department and WHW? Absolutely. We work very actively with the Sheriff's Department in uh, prisoner reentry programs to prevent recidivism. Uh, that is the number the number one reason that prisoners reoffend is because they're unable to gain meaningful employment because employers are afraid to hire felons. Right. And so we have uh, very specific curriculum and instructions for those with wow. uh, a felon on their a felony on their record, and we encourage absolute honesty. And we have uh, felon-friendly employers that I was we just work gonna, with. You read, you read my mind. I was going to mm -hmm. ask if, if you're finding there are companies in Orange County who are, okay, felon-friendly. Absolutely. We have a client, um, Anthony, who's actually a guest speaker at one of our events, who he said when he got up, he said, you know, a year ago I was in Coachella, and I don't mean the music festival. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. And but yeah. he says I was a gangbanger. I'd been wow. shot. I'd been stabbed. I'd done five stints in prison. 
and I wanted to get clean so that I could take care of my daughter. And he came to WHW, and he got his new suit, and he went through the interview classes and got his resume done. He said he walked the streets of Santa Ana in that suit holding his head high. And he's working for an aerospace company now and doing really, really well. Yeah, the job market is still tight, and it's even harder for people with a felony on their resume, if you will, or in their professional background to find work because the the possible employer pool shrinks. Right. And it depends a lot on what the felony is. So, for example, you know, someone with a drug history would, you know, not be an ideal candidate for a pharmaceutical firm. Right. Um, So we try to match the clients with companies that would be appropriate because there are companies that are willing to give those with, you know, not so clean history a fresh start. Right. And I completely agree with you. As a matter of fact, I would challenge anybody in our listening audience imagine that instead of going home today when you leave your work your place of employment if you're listening to this at work you didn't go home because you didn't have a home right or the people that live in that home don't want you there anymore because you have a history of criminal behavior it's it's hard to be empathetic until you really understand how challenging it is when they release you from the jail system to make your life right if you can't find employment absolutely it's it's absolutely critical that I think I think they said the figures are 90 days. If they don't have a job within 90 days of release, they're going back. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's like anything, right? If if you you've got to eat, and if all you know, if that's your only skill and your experience, then you're going to go back to what you know. Right. And there's people that are in that environment that want you to come back anyway. Right. Right. If you're gangbanger or whatever. So. Right. Uh, I'm just learning about all the great things that the Orange County Sheriff and the system is is doing to try to help. That and to hear that your organization, what a coincidence, is, is, is I suspected that you might be, but it's really gratifying to know that your organization is participating with that as well. Thank you, Janie. And we have uh, 275 nonprofit partners that we work with on a referral basis. Wow. Then so, they include the probation and parole and the great escape program, along with homeless shelters and soup kitchens, um, and that number has grown every year and that's part of the reason for our success we really count on our nonprofit partners to refer their clients and we're really helping to to reduce duplication of services because you don't have to have employment services at every nonprofit out there right because we provide our programs at no cost or obligation we're the only organization that does that really i didn't know that see i learned something new every day and i've i've had you here in the studio before i've been to a number of your events if you're if you're Thinking about going, I give you 100% endorsement and suggest that you do go. Uh, I just found out about it here today during the interview. I'm going. Uh, I happen to be lucky enough to have that morning free. I love to hear uh, Sheriff Hutchins talk. It's a very real moment when she shares. It's great to have a woman as the sheriff. Yes, it is. It's a little different dynamic. So anyway, that's enough of the political conversation. From my perspective, uh, Janie Walicki, thank you for being a friend of the program. It's always great to have you here. Nothing but continued success for you and your organization, Women Helping Women. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got to go. We're a little bit over time, but I think it was worth that. I want to thank all of you in our listening audience and especially our radio show advertisers who are Brandman University, Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, S&H Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. I'd like to thank Paul Roberts, who's the engineer of our show, and Crystal Nunley, who's our producer, and the entire team that helps make this radio show work. And until the next show, this is your host, Rick Franzi, saying I hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 